Ramble. Good morning, Hank. Today we're eating cereal. Good morning, Zach. We did. Try guys, try every single piece of Frosted Mini Wheats in the Frosted Mini Wheats container. Frosted Mini Wheats, I always want to be more of a sugar blast and... That's not really their thing. Are you not getting sugar They're from that? so sweet. Yeah. Oh, I want sweeter. I want cinnamon toast crunch. Well, I love <laughs> it. You rolled up in here and you said, I'm having a bowl of frosted mini wheats. And it made me inspired. I was very hungry. Yeah. I, yeah. And yeah. I like, and then I was like, there's berries. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I wanted food, not like little packets of juice. <laughs> you housed a banana and said, the peel is staying on the counter. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> Catherine's going to watch this, and I'm going to be in so much trouble. I I'm immediately I... in trouble with my wife on a podcast. Is this a common common? Oh, occurrence? my God. It's not really banana peels. I'm pretty good at banana peels. Mm. I'm, I'm, like, really overstimulated right now. I'm, I'm making great decisions. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, like, a half a half-empty LaCroix is the scourge of our marriage. Yes. Oh, no. but I, honestly, though, all you need is that first crisp sip. I know, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and then after, it's kind of spoiled. Yeah, and then Catherine's like, I really like these. She holds it up to me. I really <laughs> like these. And I'm like, I really like the first half. I, uh, yeah. you see, have you seen the meme going around right now? Like, will you, would you peel my orange? What? Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's that. the it's the sign of romance if you're willing to do a menial task for oh, someone. Sure. Yeah. And I'm willing to uh, throw out your banana peel, but then call you out on it on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I will absolutely. I saw people not peeling their significant other's oranges, and it made me so mad. Yeah, that's weird. Why wouldn't you peel it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I had to wipe be- beard milk boys. from my beard. And that's I'm gonna go ahead and beard. say you did not get it. Oh it's my god. One single thread you of mini wheat. Do you want to get it for me? No, um, it's gone, but I'll pretend it isn't. There you go, oh, cute, cute, cute. The problem oh, with having a beard is j- literally every time I have cereal, I have milk in my beard. And then it's spoiling, and I'm sort of spoiling I left it. A banana peel on the <laughs> <laughs> It could have been someone else. It was definitely me. I remember yeah. now. Wait, I didn't no, know where the t- trash was, and I was like, frosted mini weeds. Because I also had a banana. You're sure you no, left it? It was me. All right. Good. <laughs> Good. It was me. What is me? I feel like I would have gotten flack from the. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Is there an agenda for the day, or do we want to talk about the giant oat milk? I think we start with the oat milk, and we do have an agenda. I have a million questions for you. So I poured a little bit of milk. Just walked in with the whole oat milk. (laughs) Yeah, I brought the whole oat milk. First of all, what's the point of owning a company if you don't get to take the whole oat milk? It's not that much left, actually. Now that I'm looking. Yeah, it's pretty empty. Here's the thing: is that I poured some milk, and I said, "This is a bowl of cereal on the podcast for the podcast." Yeah. And I, if I pour all the milk now, it's going to get soggy. And guess what? The little bit of milk I have in here, yeah. I'm, I'm dealing with some soggy cereal. I got some soggy situation. So I want to mm. pour as I go. <laughs> yeah. I oh, have- there is a device for this that I saw marketed to me on Instagram where it's oh, essentially sort of a a single-use plastic. <laughs> no, maybe it's reusable, but the idea is that you put milk and cereal into a container, and then it's sort of you move it like that, and they both fall into line in one crisp. I don't want them to be, like, just met. Exactly. I want, I want them to, to be a little bit. for a little while. Yeah. What I don't want is, a, like, a... Like centen- cent- <laughs> a century of marriage <laughs> with my with my frosted mini wheats. A I centennial. like my to be yeah. an octogenarian. <laughs> yeah. So wait, so wait. This device is a bowl. With it's like a chamber. It's like, almost like a colander on the bottom. I'm guessing. Yes. And you drink from the bowl. You sort of like as you lift it, they they touch and go into your mouth. And, may, and I think it sort of goes into a spoon shape. You're nodding your head. You know what I'm talking about. 
It's it's a cup actually. Oh. It's more of a cup, and there's an option to either just drink the milk, or there's a compartment on top that holds the cereal, and then you can kind of have both in your mouth at once. People have said that the cereal comes back a little too quick and it could choke them, but I it have almost bought one. Yeah, I looks- do not like look look we, <laughs> look. We've gone too far as a species. <laughs> yeah, this is too. It's too much. We need to roll it back. AI is too much. Yep. Cereal cups too much. Mm-hmm. We are. We have enough. We like. Let's just let's focus on let's focus on distribution. Let's focus on new medicines. <laughs> I, yes. We don't need new cereal cup. We need those, yeah. those clever cereal cup engineers. We need them on different t- different things. But Definitely. Hank, my cereal is soggy. I know, oh. and yeah, but it's it's been married for a long time, and it's not getting divorced. I will say, I've been trying to add friction to my life, and that's why I have my cereal wow. from the bowl. I've been trying to add friction to my life is a one way of saying it. <laughs> You say I'm trying to have more like crazy sex, or... yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I... Hey, Hank, guess we're what? having a good time. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, we're we're uh, what five minutes in, and Rainy has said the word yes. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> That's awesome, Rainy. You, you kind of manifested this because yeah. we, we've been really thinking about trying to think about what is your driving appeal. Like, because the world, we we all love you, Hank. Yeah. And and I was trying to dissect why, and I think we we figured it out. And it is, and I I worry that once I tell no. you why we love you, Will that you ruin it for me. You're gonna ruin it, and you're just not even gonna mm. know what to do with it. Okay. But it's well, that don't tell me the world is chaotic. <laughs> uh huh. And you make it feel like there's order by giving us a little chaos. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Like you are a chaotic. Okay. A chaotic mm-hmm. but comforting. Yeah, I'm a chaotic provider of order. Yes, I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, good on a business. I card. would love. I would love for that to be me. I'm putting it in my bio right now. It's pretty good because I am. Pre- I, I am. I'm all over the place. I'm, a, a I'm, defi- I'm definitely like you know. I got cancer and then I was like, let's do stand up about it. Like that's not super chill <laughs> and normal. You got cancer and really- now it looks like you have a perm. I do have a cancer perm. <laughs> it's amazing. Mo- yeah, yeah it's most expensive perm you could get. <laughs> It doesn't always happen, but it happens a lot. It's It's called chemo curls. And is this just this is it for now, or is it gonna like? It usually goes back after like a year. Okay, well, hey man, live it up. Oh yeah, I'm not cutting the top once. (laughs) No, you can't. No, I want to see. I want to like. I'm really hoping for like. For like Jon Snow, Jeremy <gasps> Allen White here, like, Ooh. like okay. f- get down. But I think it might just go straight up. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be Marge Simpson, yeah, yeah. Just sort of a full <laughs> yeah. blue, yeah, eraser head vibes. Uh, I, it does feel like it, it's just very stiff. Uh, I uh, so God, there's so much that I want to. I just love talking. You wanted to tell, you wanted to ask me how long the almond milk could stay out. Oh, this is good. Yeah, Um, yeah. So we ask a lot of questions. Should we like shuttle it back to the fridge? I think it's going to be fine. But you are talking to a guy who has been driving around the same pizza in his car for four days. No, you you have not. Would you eat it? Well, it's been cold. Would eat it? No, you wouldn't. It's been it it, after it got warm. So like, what you need to know is that this isn't. You shouldn't do this. This is an advice. You're my little chaos monster. This is an advice. This is bad. This is wrong. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had the pizza at the first, my first show, and then I didn't finish it, and I put it in the car, and I was like, well, I'm, too, I, I'm, I'm not going to bring it to the hotel room. It's going to be colder in the car. So I just left it in the car. I've thought about that, but you realize we're not in Montana anymore. No, but it's chilly at night here mm-hmm. right now. And, uh, and then I did eat it the next day. And then the next night, and the next night I was like, I'm like, 
doing a lot this week, and this is not a risk I should be taking. Like that, that could cost me a lot of money. You thought as like you eating, made eating this, bite. eating this slice of yeah. of of pizza that has not been. Cold. From what I understand, pizza, fried rice, the number, the, yeah. the one and two fastest bacteria accumulating. Really? Well, if you foods. leave bacteria, supposedly, I mean, I'll ask you. If you leave, I have bacteria, a question. I have a question for Hank Green. Yeah, but supposedly, if you make rice and then leave it on the counter, and like you know, yeah, an hour later, that's like the perfect place and temperature yeah. for bacteria to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there should be a very limited amount of time that that uh, food is not either quite hot or quite cold. Yeah. Actually, speaking of this. I have a question for Hank Green. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> here's the question. And this is actually a, f- a friend of mine, a girl I went to college with. She made a TikTok about this, and she posited a theory, and I'm curious about your th- your take on it. Okay, hit me. Okay, we brush our teeth twice a day uh-huh. on a good day. Morning, yeah. and then before we go to sleep. Most days are good days. Most days. Well, they probably shouldn't be. Most days should probably be. Should be. Now look, some mornings. What? I don't brush my teeth. What are you going to do? Kill me, Hank Green? But basically. This explains so much about you, by the yeah, way. Yeah. So, okay, enough. So basically, she buzzed the idea that, all right, after you brush your teeth, your uh-huh. teeth don't know what time it is. Correct. So. Right. I agree. After you brush your teeth, before you go to sleep, if you want to have a little snack, yeah, that's fine. Because what does that have to do with time? Because in the day you brush your teeth in the morning, uh-huh. and then you have a little snack, breakfast. Yeah, and then your teeth are like hanging out with that food until all nighttime, yeah. all day long. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what's so wrong what's with the the, the food uh-huh. hanging out on your teeth overnight? I, I always assume that to hear was... Zach's opinion on this. <laughs> I'll just be, be very quiet <laughs> until I can tell you why you, this is wrong. I've always assumed is that your mouth closes while you're sleeping, and mm. it just becomes a like a, a little petri dish. Yes, this is this is quite this is quite close to the reality, okay. and also it stops producing as much saliva. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting oh that. Oh my god, <laughs> I was not expecting that answer. Yeah, so like as you're as when you're awake, you're constantly producing saliva, even when you're not eating and you're swallowing stuff. Like is saliva antibacterial? It is a little bit. Yeah. Like it's not, it's like it can be probiotic actually, I think. Uh kombucha style. Yeah, the, where it's like it's like it's I'm good for the good bacteria maybe on on Etsy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, that's why you can buy certain people's spit. They just have very good spit. Mm. Yeah. So spit Whoa. in my mouth could be sort of <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a hell it's a, it's a it's a treatment. By the way, <laughs> If we want to start selling, I don't know. Fit in my mouth, and it's like different YouTubers' editions. No, fit in my mouth, the Hank Green edition. That would be a blockbuster. Flying off the shelves. You think so? Yeah. Can you imagine if we could bottle up Jacob Jacob Alordi's spit in my mouth? Even if we just took the people who are commenting spit in my mouth on your TikToks, million people right there. I don't know what. <laughs> anyway, it is definitely uh, your your mouth is worse. At controlling bacteria when mm. you sleep. How the fuck do you know all this stuff? I don't know. I read it somewhere at some but point. But then it sticks. And like it's well, because you don't. You've job. said that you don't know all this stuff, but then you look up all this stuff. You're really good at looking up stuff. Well, often. So in that situation, if I was making a TikTok and I was going to make a TikTok about this, so like one, everything I just said, I'm pretty sure that there's something there, and so I'd be like, oh, I remember that thing that happened, and I like didn't search for it. But I wasn't able to do that just now, and it's kind of uncomfortable for me because I'm like, I think that this is the thing, and now I've said it out loud, and I want people to know that I'm not 100. 
we operate, we just shoot it off confidently and we're often yeah. very wrong. Well, yeah, so you, no, I yeah. did two podcasts yesterday and I, I, <laughs> I looked at the camera and I said, as you're editing this, make sure that I've fact-checked and sent you an email that says that the thing that I just said is true. But that was more, I was like about cancer, not about space. So. Yeah, probably more, <laughs> more, yeah, more, more important. So you are, you're right now, you're doing a bunch of stand-up shows about yeah. cancer. Hilarious. Yeah. Thank you. I'm actually, I want to <laughs> You come, haven't seen it. Though. I want to I come see it. It's I'm just really a excited. funny idea. Okay. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, come I, see I, it. I think it's well-founded. I, uh, I, my college thesis, thesis was about uh, trauma and comedy and the interplay of the two. Gotcha, yeah. So I, I yeah people say that comedy is, is something, what is it? Best medicine? No. <laughs> <laughs> and Trage- you say tragedy the plus time? <laughs> equals comedy. Yeah, tragedy plus time is comedy, and I yeah. think it's just tragedy plus jokes. Well, there's this thing. It's, uh, there's this pro- mental process called re-externalization, where when you go through something, uh, be it a trauma or just a hard time, yeah. it is helpful to yeah. turn it into a story. And the process of turning it into a mm-hmm. story gives you just one layer of separation, where now you can look at it and mold yeah. it and and come to terms with it in a more direct way. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I I, am not, I haven't like fixed myself here. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely introduced some new problems to my brain mm-hmm. that I have that I'm gonna be stuck with i think <laughs> yeah well now you're just looking at how do i turn this into comedy well i uh, i don't know I, th- it's funny like there's certain things that as i've done the show like i'll bring things up and i'm like i can't make a joke out of chronic pain that i'm still oh, experiencing sure I, well if i'm still experiencing it like like to talk about it people don't think it's funny i see. so i have to like like the because it's not like it, like it, like I can't talk about a pain that I'm currently experiencing mm. and have it be funny. Well, there's no plus time there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no plus anything. Yeah, and I can't. Uh, like, it's hard to make like medical anxiety funny. Mm. I what, do. Uh, I have a couple of jokes that kind of does it, but like, it's just like it's so present and real for me that I have a hard time joking about it. Do you find that like with this type of thing, you went through this intense experience? Uh, as you're making your stand-up about it, have you found that there are jokes that make complete sense to you, are hilarious to you, that people are not ready to hear? Yes. Yeah. I love, and they're, they're, I, I, kept, I kept them all in. Good. No, uh, 100%. So they're, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't just like, I didn't not change them. Like yeah. I kept them in and I changed some things about the, the setup and the, the tail off. So if people like, there's a, there's a couple of moments in the show that like truly aren't jokes. They're like in the form of jokes and they're not, mm-hmm. but they're not funny. Yeah. And it's just like, and I'm, and that is how language works. And like, and I'm just, we're here to think about more than just jokes now, <laughs> aren't we? Or, um, or yeah, yeah. There's a couple, a couple of things that you know, I, I'm not a stand-up comedian. I'm just doing stand. I'm doing, but I'm doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly like a science guy. So like, mo- like a large portion of the show is science. It's like learn like jokes around learning about how cancer works mm-hmm. um, and how cancer treatment works. Is and, this something you always wanted to do? And is it like oh, the? Oh gosh, I have a problem where I like whenever I see people doing things, and I'm like, they're so good at that. I love it, and I want to do it. Well, you do I everything. Wanna, I know that's you're, you're why perplexing. that's how it happens. I, I like just to, if I could even attempt to fit it in my, you know, okay, YouTuber, yeah, TikTok extraordinaire. Uh, 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 science education host, yeah, uh, merch company owner, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, sock designer, yeah, yeah, uh, author. Uh, author, oh yeah, best New York Times bestselling novelist. Don't you forget it. Let's go. Uh, 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 worldwide convention, oh yeah, creator, stay, yeah, mm-hmm. founder, uh-huh. stand-up comedian, uh-huh. uh huh, perm 
getter. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good at yo-yo, too. I bet. You, you strike me as a yo-yo guy. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> that Nothing has ever surprised me less. <laughs> no. I mean, this is a serious question. How much do you sleep? Do you oh, sleep no, more I, than average? I, I used to sleep more than average. And since I have had a child, I have slept probably, oh, probably more than average for... Nice. A dad. Yeah. Uh, we, I probably get seven to eight hours every night. That okay. is extraordinary. You you waking up? What? We waking up with the the babe? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the alarm clock now. He where's no there's no he's seven. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, and nice. he so there's no like we don't we haven't set an alarm in yeah. years. One yeah, that's and I have a real question, and I don't even know what the question is, and I don't say this to put you on a pedestal, but you do all this, and so much of it is then for charity, like all. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's sort of like uh, looking to like figure out what's the motivation. I yeah, think for, for a lot awesome. of people, like the motivation can still be getting more money forever. Uh, but that didn't work for me and John. Yeah. What, when did that happen? Because I actually am curious about that specific journey. Like that moment? Yeah. Like it was his... pretty specific for both of us. Really? For John, it was the fault in our stars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, he was like, well, I, I guess I could become like the guys that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or like think about it in a different way. Um, and like, you know, obviously like we, we have very comfortable, awesome lives. And, mm-hmm. and like the, the true luxury, like the only true luxury is not having to worry about money, which is is so good yeah and like everything beyond that is like trying to get you back to having to worry about money again <laughs> that's what like most luxuries are like well you want to start worrying about money again and you're like no i don't i desperately don't oh Please interesting because then you're gonna if you buy a super expensive vacation yeah you like money. spend all yeah. yeah interesting i've never thought about that yeah, yeah. so you got to avoid and what was your so his was and mine was vidcon when uh, we, sure of yeah, course when, when you sold guys VidCon. sold it to yeah. viacom yeah so how I, I just how because I feel like I'm drowning all the time and I do <laughs> one of your 14 jobs mm. <laughs> and I don't even know I don't even know if I do it as well as you so <laughs> what's I don't know you do you do several jobs I do all two, YouTubers yeah. do lots of jobs yes mm-hmm. um I don't know <laughs> honestly that I, I really appreciate I appreciate the raw answer there yeah I mean like I my strategy for for uh, getting things done is that I I do whatever is either most interesting or most uh, stressful. So like the thing that is – so either the thing – like this morning I sent an email that I was like, uh, you know, it's a like a contract problem that we're having at Complexly, which yep. is our company that makes educational video. And uh, and I was like, you know, I had a thousand emails, but I did the one that is scaring me the most. Mm-hmm. And like that's my reaction to scary things is to like be like, I need to do that so that I'd not – so that it's not like eating my brain all day, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people don't have that. And that's just like, that's not a thing that I developed is how I was born as far as I can tell. And then the other thing that I like is if there's nothing eating my brain at the moment, the thing that I do is the thing that's like, what's, what's sparkly? <laughs> Let's go toward that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and my- that's, it's a problem because like, uh, you know, the best case scenario at this point in my life is that that new sparkly things fails. <laughs> because if it succeeds, then I'm still doing it. <laughs> right now, you just added yeah. another yeah, log yeah. to the fire. Like yeah. usually, a success isn't like we did it and it ends. It's like we did it. What if we could do it better? What if we could do it more? What if we could grow the thing? How mm-hmm. do we? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and that's what we we've, we've done that a bunch. Me and John and the team at Complexly and the team at DFTBA. 
Uh, My hunch like, from from knowing you and and knowing some of the people that you work with is that you one do a good job of picking good people. Yeah, we, you know, you pick you pick nice people, but you also make it purpose driven, right? So yeah. even just having these goals of why the hell are we doing this? I, I imagine it allows people to align around a cause. And now when you take yourself out, they still have the fire mm-hmm. of, of pulling pushing towards that yeah. that light. Yeah. Yeah, and but I mean, it's always it, there's always I just think hard you're parts. A good dude, there's man. always I, hard parts. Like yeah. it's there's always hard parts, and yeah. it's like it's never perfect. Sure. Uh, and then sometimes when you try to be good, people start expecting perfect, and you're like, I don't know what like perfect is different in your head than in mine, and and even in mine, we're never gonna get there, you know. So it there's like so, some days uh, <clears throat> I look at like a, somebody who's sort of professionally a dickhead, uh, and I'm like, that sounds nice. Because be like, because then they just like go and they'd be dickhead, and people are like, "Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, they're a dickhead. That's how they yeah. are." But then I'm like a little bit of a dickhead. I like make a mistake, and people are like, "I can't believe you did that." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I wish I could be better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I okay. I'm gonna hard pivot. I'm curious. Can I ask you about mortality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, I imagine, your brush with cancer was your first brush with yeah. mortality in a real way, right? For, yeah, for sure. Okay. I had my my car accident when I was a kid, and so it like. It, it has this real intense impact on you. And I'm wondering for you, has it given you permission to say like, okay, wow, I have one of these. Let's go. Have you, have you changed? Yeah. Or are you still in it? I'm not sure. I mean, definitely like, p- being really sick also did that. Mm. Where I was like, you know, I'm like around. I'm doing stuff. I'm alive. I'm making jokes. I'm being a dad. But like I can't do all the things I was doing. So like I need help uh and i need people to sort of step in and do the kinds of things i would do and and not ask me to be on the zoom call because if they ask i'll do it and, i thought your video was really great too it was yeah. like really I, I think i imagine meaningful to other people going through that process it was basically the video where you said like hey i'm not going to do as much and yeah. that's yeah. what it, that's okay yeah yeah and and so having stepped back and it was like oh like nothing died like nothing fell apart like i uh and like so sort of like think what are the things that I'm really like I'm exceptionally good at and where can I bring the most value and where am I less necessary and where are there people who are better than me at this and uh and, and so like that that was like a practical thing it wasn't like oh my god I'm going to die someday and I've only got so many hours left and I should be doing everything like I should do what I want to do not what I feel like I have to do uh it was more like I can't do this right now. Other people, it turns out, can. And I wouldn't have tried. I wouldn't have tested yet to see if that was possible if I hadn't had that, like, just illness, uh, which is different from having to confront mortality. Mm-hmm. The mortality thing, I, like, I don't think I'm better off for it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I don't, like, I don't know that it's, uh, I, I, if I had the choice, I think I'd probably wait a little longer to confront my mortality. Uh, <laughs> There's the full quote for these. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm going to do it eventually, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, it it's it's certainly you learn. There's, yeah. there's a lot that you learn, and those are true things that I didn't know before. But um, I don't know. I, there's lots of true things I don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How how was fatherhood while being really sick? Um, I mean, fine. Yeah. He was super mm. good about it. Like yeah. he, you know, part part of it, like he understood the physical uh-huh. pain, like the like the 
completely as like a, he was six then and he like he's he's felt pain he knows what pain is uh and he's very he's always been even as a baby he's like super hates to cause other people discomfort mm. and physical pain um and so he was very careful with me physically which was great but i think it was a bummer for him oh yeah like, of course yeah, yeah like and he like did not like it and and so scary i don't know that he got Oh. scared i don't know that he understood like he like we didn't talk about because we never had to right um you know by the time we you know when we were sort of in the in the part where we didn't know yeah. how bad it was and like yeah it could it could have been like you know not long of of having a dad mm-hmm. like during that part we were so uncertain that it wasn't worth talking to him about it and then right. by the yeah. time i was like diagnosed and staged it was like you know i only like a Five percent chance of being dead in five years, which is like not, and like right. with that chance, if if I was on that path, you know, there will be a lot of time between uh-huh. where I am, where I was in that moment, mm-hmm. and to like start to interface with it. So we didn't have to ever talk about death. Yeah, I, I had a mom go through chemo, and like it just it wasn't scary because as a kid, you just go like, well, it's okay. They're gonna go through this yeah, thing. Now. Daddy's yeah. sick. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I get sick sometimes too, and oh, this is gonna be a, this one's gonna suck. But and it, but then he started to ask more questions about where like I think that he's heard more about what cancer is, and he's they grow up so fast. Oh. <laughs> Not just like in the way of like time passes so quickly when you have a child, but like the difference between a six and a half year old and a seven year old yeah. is like kind of substantial. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, and Miles so has a few of them. I, just, I have a one year old. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he's sort of that, developing that's at a very crazy fast. rate. It's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. when they're little. He just started little. walking. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. So strange. Yeah. <laughs> the Very talking weird. is the weirdest thing. Yeah, he has like, like four words down, but yeah. I don't think he knows what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like, the, the wild thing is go, when they go from like 12 words to like 2,000 yeah. in six months. Yeah, that's and you're unbelievable. Like, What's happening in there? <laughs> <laughs> He's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we had a the, the greatest Try Guys video that never happened. You pitched us on Twitter, Try Guys, Try Chemo. I did. And we we thought and you about, tried to make it happen, and I'm sort you're of you're like in my texts. Uh, well, yeah, because I was like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I was like, hey, we're we're in, bro. Yeah, and I'm honestly so grateful that it didn't happen because you later texted me and you're like, do you have any idea how busy you were, you idiot? What, you can't. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have time to I, come to Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like watching an episode of The Tripod, and I was like, what were you thinking? <laughs> What, you like, were watching. Were you watching? <laughs> I don't. I think it was a recent one where you guys were going over the last year on <laughs> yeah. uh, how oh, sure. shit yeah. has gone down. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But we were like fully ready. I mean, we like were like, okay, so we're shooting this huge series, and we have this other huge series. But maybe Rachel and I can fly to Montana for a week, <laughs> and we'll yeah. rent a house, and we'll cook Hank a bunch of meals. Yeah, and I was like, I do not want your food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're I like, I've seen you anything. cook. <laughs> no, I all I want, I want like toast. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. you should make me like a lot of toast. Like I would like uh, McDonald's. Like that's that's what I want. I want like chicken nuggets. Did, and did you do it? Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. They they're basically like do whatever gets food into do you. You have, you have the chemo craves. Yeah, you get. It's a, not that different from pregnancy. That's what I'm wondering. Is is what I like? <laughs> I kept like talking to Catherine, and she's like, "Yeah, I had that." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it's like super bad heartburn, weird digestion, my feet swelled. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think my feet swelled, but like you just feel fatigued. You have brain fog. It's yeah, a lot of yeah, similar yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah, I'm glad you're through it. Yeah. It's one of the ones where like it's it's one of the limitations of our format, Ugh, the only one where it's like it's <laughs> such a good title, try guys, try oh chemo. But I'm God. like, we can't 
fucking. What are we gonna do? We can't do that. Yeah. But also, what's the video? Yeah, You're what are you trying? Take chemo. They, they, can't, they actually idea. can't. They wouldn't let you. They wouldn't. No, it's illegal. In, it's poison. I would no, do no, black no, no, market. No, <laughs> of course, they wouldn't let you take chemo. Take they wouldn't even let you into the chemo ward. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. they wouldn't let you into the infusion center. Definitely. There, there, there's like there's a. Uh, they wouldn't even let my son in. I was like, can my really? can my son come in and see? And they were like, no kids. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I guess, I mean, they just don't, because it's so vulnerable for the people that are in there? Or just and I think, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are super immunocompromised. Yeah, and, for yeah. sure. That makes sense. Randy, get us out of cancer. All right, I've got a question for Hank <laughs> Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'll stay here. I'm comfortable now. Um, have sharks and alligators ever met? Have I, sharks and alligators ever met? I know. Sure. Of course they have. See, you'd think. <laughs> but wait, is this a trick question? Did you well, know the answer? Yeah, Jesus. no, I thought about this extensively. Yeah, okay. This is something my sister texted me out of the blue one day. Yeah, okay. Alligators are rivers, they're freshwater. Yeah, they're saltwater crocodiles. Yeah, but alligators. I bet alligators can go brackish, though. What is that word? Brackish. It's like when, <laughs> when the saltwater and the freshwater meet. It's the oh. combo. I, here's the thing I know for a the fact in the town that I go to in Mexico, they like did construction, they displaced. <laughs> The alligators, and now the alligators were just like, especially during the summer when it was like really, when it was rainy and whatever, they would just be off the coast. Like and sharks the can be off the coast. Yeah. Oh, so, man. You, huh. Come on, let her do her thing. <laughs> Thank you. Randy, I want to hear the theory. What's Randy's conspiracy theory? My conspiracy theory is they haven't ever met and they like don't know what don't know about alligators. Yeah, because they'd be like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. Yeah. And it's feet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That is is alligators or crocodiles because both of them is alligators or crocodiles have been around a, a preposterous Crocod- amount of time. That's what they're they're so crocodiliforms. 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 Feels like a word you just made up, but I know it's not. Alligator <laughs> alligators are crocodiliforms. What does that mean? So there's like a common ancestor. So that they're Oh, uh, yeah. got it. And sharks. Huh. They've been kicking it for a long time. They've been kicking it for a long time. Yeah. You're telling been me. Around, that's the stat. Longer than trees. Longer, Longer than trees. Yeah. What? That's yeah. so fucking Sharks are crazy. older than Saturn's rings. That is a, okay, Hank Green fact. Play the that sound effect. That is fucking good. Yeah. That is really good. <laughs> Isn't it true? Trees used to not decompose. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Well, nobody learned how yet. So there was just a bunch of bullshit on the ground? Yeah, that's where the coal came from. What? what? Okay, yeah, I know there was a period of time I, when, I, when there was nothing, where there were no decomposers. Like fungi hadn't figured out how to break lignin down. This is the thing the trees are made out okay, of. Okay, we have to talk about fungi. <laughs> I feel like, by the way, I'm in a video game doing like different yeah. texts, and if I say the right stuff, you're gonna tell me like how I exist yeah. and why I'm yeah, here to I die, like that. when I die. So yeah. I, I referred the other day, <laughs> I referred to ga- to gas gasoline as dinosaur goo, yeah. fossil fuel. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and my sister, it blew her mind, and I made fun of her relentlessly, and then I realized I was wrong, and yeah, it's not of. dinosaur goo; yeah. it's dinosaur time goo. What? Dinosaur time it's just goo. stuff from before dinosaurs that yeah. became goo. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what do you mean dinosaur time goo? He tries stuff. This isn't his strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> he tries stuff. This is not. This is not science. Yeah, it's not. It's fossil fuel. <laughs> it's, it is fossil fuel. <laughs> and so I thought it was fossils. It is, kind of. <laughs> I thought it was dinosaurs. Fossils. It isn't. Huh. It's not. Not so much. It's not. There might be some dinosaur stuff <laughs> they in there. Re- they, they branded just, it wrong. There's a great There's a great dinosaur that they found in a coal formation, I think, in... It was in Canada somewhere. I was going to say British Columbia. It probably is. But 
Uh, but I don't know that for sure. But it's it, it like I think it's an ankylosaur, and it like it's not the bones, man. It's the it's the animal. Like it's frozen. Yeah, it's what? wild. You can see its face. What? Ah! No, I don't like that. That's way too scary. Yeah. It's like an ancient face. Wait, that's sick as hell. Is it like it's a mummy? Sick as hell. No, it's like it. it's like rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so metal. That is like one of those ideas. It's like when you think about like how big the universe is, it makes my stomach kind of my belly button turn inside out. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're thinking about this time on the daily. You're like <laughs> desensitizing yourself to big thoughts. Yeah. You ever okay, think about- <laughs> we're on a planet hurtling through blank space. <laughs> yeah. I there there were dinosaurs here, like sure, right yeah. here. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used sure. to I used to live around the corner from the Brea, from the La Brea Tar Pits, yeah. mm-hmm. and they to this day are like excavating like mammoth bones wow. and 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 you know dire my, wolves. You know and, my favorite La Brea Tar Pit fact? Hit me. If you translate it from Spanish, it's yes. the, the Tar Tar Pits. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it's that like a lot. chai tea, yeah. right? non <laughs> chai mean ATM um, yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, Chinese tea. tea. Um, but I was serious about the fungi. Uh-huh. Because here's something I just learned. There, I actually was serious. About <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me about fungi. Well, they are not animals. Correct. And they're not plants. Correct. So what so are what the they? Fuck's going and that's on, part man. one of my question. They're fungi. They're oh. hanging out in their own cereals, too their far, own thing. Too. They're just like I guess. Why are so they not plants? So so plants happened, uh, and then so plants are what's called autotrophs. Where they make, they, they make their own <laughs> they make their own food. We just heckle Hank. So like they're science. like ah feed me and the sun does it. They uh-huh. make their own food and you can also make your own food from like so that's photosynthesis. There's also chemosynthesis where if you like are around the right kinds of chemicals like in deep sea vents, oh, you right. can make algae. Uh, yeah, various. Various types. And like bacteria, a lot of the time are are chemos, chemo, chemosynths. Uh, and the uh, so 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 these autotrophs happen and then they branch off and then there's this here which is the common ancestor of fungi and people and animals and then those branch off into funguses and people. Huh. Um, and I've said fungi, fungi, and funguses because I like them all. Yeah, I did notice that. And <laughs> I was feeling like children. I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way about octopi, octopus, and octopodes. It's just like octopodes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, do it all. Do it however you want to do it. Yeah. And and. Fungi are like us. They are heterotrophs, where they get energy from oh, eating stuff. Well, see, we're not, that's helpful. I get it. Yeah. I got it. But they're Roger. but they're the, the the lines aren't always fuzzy unless you're just looking purely at evolutionary taxonomy, because there are like some kind of autotroph animals that like have, uh, like chlorophyll in them. But they like take the chlorophyll from other organisms and and put it inside of them. Wild. I think that was Rainey's problem. She was looking at it purely from evolutionary taxonomy. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. no. But if you are looking at it purely from evolutionary taxonomy, then like you can really you can actually see where the common ancestors are, or you can tr- try and yes, suss I could out go where back. the common you ancestors are. You called us all are. heterotrophs, and I'd appreciate it if you didn't make assumptions about us. <laughs> <laughs> Good T-shirt, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next question, though, is about evolution because all, all people are heterotrophs. <laughs> you're, like, oh, you're like, okay, I'm, easy. I'm <laughs> um, so I heard uh-huh. some tea about a fungus who figured out evolution. I like evolved. that it's who. <laughs> 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 fungus <whom. Yeah. laughs> evolved to like go into a, a body, an animal, 
make them crazy, make yeah. them go up a tree. Oh, and sure. Like, they go up real high, and then the fungus explodes through their brain, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. get sunlight, etc. Pours yeah. down on the forest. And so, Michael. Well, and and the what the thing I think that it has to do yeah. with like the, the the like then it's like available to get eaten by bird or something. Uh-huh. And then the fungus, yeah. like part of the fungus's life cycle, is getting spread around by whoever then eats this animal, mm-hmm. this right. bug that Rainy has been saw the last infected. Yeah, Rainy well, I yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just like, okay, this is brilliant, but how on earth would you evolve to that? I mean, how on earth do you evolve to anything? It's wild. You yeah. like, have you ever like met your knee? Like, nothing <laughs> makes sense. It's yeah. wild that it works, right? It's just That's like true. like yeah. whatever. Whatever. Have you ever met? Your, your knee. knee. <laughs> it's probably like, okay, this fungus exi- exists, and then it's like, well, some of these funguses are poisonous. And then it's like, okay, that works for like a couple bajillion years. <laughs> I and wanna- it's like, so, oh, wait, one of these is like poisonous, but it also kind of makes like, them feel a little woozy after. And then yeah, they kind of like, move around. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, that worked. I mean, so it's then- basically anything that like, if you, if it like, if a trait helps you make more of yourself, there will be more of that trait. Mm-hmm. And that's how everything all life happened. Isn't that? Yeah. It's freaking wild. I demand so a crazy. DFTBA sub shop with just quotes from this episode. <laughs> Printed on mugs and t-shirts. Because we're spitting fire today. Yeah. Do you know? I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to sit here and think. Do I know something that Hank Green does yeah, not? Yeah, sure you do. And I want to find it. Yeah. Do you know? About, do you know about the belly of fox experiment? The, yeah. Fuck. Belly of the. Okay. Well, he which Hank one is it? Know. What's what was the first word? Belly of. Yeah. Where they took the foxes and yes. they started trying to make them be nice, and then they like their like ears got droopy and they got cute. It's my favorite. It's, wild. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's my favorite example of evolution because we understand natural selection, right? Something in nature mm-hmm. changes and makes something go through an evolutionary process. Human selection is something too, right? We made wolves, yeah. dogs, yeah. and yeah. so there was an experiment where a Russian fur company was like, "Hey, we're trying to kill all these foxes, but they're just they're too like darn mean. aggressive." <laughs> So this this scientist came in and he just tested for one trait, which was receptiveness to humans. Every day he would go up to the fox with a gloved hand, put his hand to the cage. If the fox was aggressive, not allowed to procreate. Yeah. But if the fox had any receptiveness to humans, you're allowed to do the dirty. Yeah. So they did that for like seven <laughs> generations. <laughs> they were adding more friction to their lives. They were adding <laughs> way more friction to their lives. Uh, they did this for seven generations, I think, seven to nine, which is only like 20 years in Fox time. Mm-hmm. And what you see, one trait has a myriad yeah. of other effects. So as yeah. Hank said, their ears got droopy, starburst patterns, their their tails, they start panting. They are, they're fucking dogs. Yeah, now, they you got can't, more doggy. So you, can't, interesting. you can't keep these as pets because foxes require so so much exercise. Do not try and keep a fox as a pet. I know you, yeah. some people in the country do. It's they're just not meant to be pets. But what it shows is the process of domestication. Yeah. If if you domesticate an animal, no matter the animal, they all go through the same evolutionary tree, like pigs yeah. and cows and sheep and dogs and cats. Um, and how mm. one trait has a ton of other. Yeah. Subtraits, right? Uh, so and, and now imagine it, that in nature, if if all of a sudden you need to reach higher to yeah. to get a flower, there's going to be a whole cascade yeah. evolution. Yeah, cool. It's wild because you we we and we, want, we tend foxes, to think of I'm like sorry. a one to one relationship between like a gene and a thing, but mm-hmm. like it's we and we used to think that you know when we first figured out it was like oh my gosh there's all this information encoded in our cells and then like and then the, that codes for proteins and we are made of proteins so that must be how it works. But it turns out there's like so much like so, like it's a very subtle dance of 
chemicals affecting chemicals and things turning themselves on and off and hormones and all this stuff that like, you know, like maybe in that, I actually would love to know more about it, but like maybe in that case, what you're actually selecting for is an increase or decrease in a certain hormone and that has effects throughout the whole physiology. Yeah. Miles, tell Hank Green something he doesn't know. Okay, Hank, uh, get a load of this, idiot. Uh, (laughs) No, I don't have a fun fact right off the dome like this because I feel like Hank's so smart. Actually, oh, okay, here's one. There we go. There we go. There we go. Do you know about this, the big bowls of water batteries? (laughs) Big bowls of water batteries. Are they they current batteries? Like they exist right now? They are in the past. They're a prototype. We're on the path to develop them. Yeah. It's actually a friend of mine's father is involved in the movie. It's about global oh, warming, Nepo et much. So yeah, native bitch. <laughs> I'm a VC packed. I'm like an investor. I'm like Hank. Um, no, but uh, I don't remember what it's called, so you can't even find it. But, I feel like there's like it's like flow. There's like the word flow. Is yes, in it. correct. But oh, basically, Zell knows it. You're yeah, you do know it. <laughs> Shit. But basically, the idea is that um, it's uh, you can generate. Uh, power through wind, solar, et cetera, pretty yeah. easily, but it's really expensive to store mm-hmm. and you have to keep sort of making new batteries. Batteries, they heat up so they explode, ex- yeah. they d- you know, disintegrate. Well, whatever. they're expensive too. So you want to yeah. make a way that's like, so So with like a car battery, yeah. you want to optimize for a few different things. You want to optimize mm-hmm. for like density, like like the space, the physical space that it takes up. You want to optimize for the weight because you're going to drag that thing around with you everywhere you drive. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a totally different so, like, saying, like, for the grid, we should have lithium-ion batteries. That's crazy. Work. You shouldn't do that because, yeah. like, that we don't need to optimize for space. You could take a, a lot of space, and it's still not very much space when it comes to power generation. Yeah. Uh, and you don't don't care about how much it weighs anymore. Mm-hmm. You care about how much it costs. Yes. You care about, like, making it cheap, mm-hmm. and you care about making it cheap. You care about <laughs> making it cheap, baby. So, basically, yeah. what this is is uh, the idea that when you have excess power that's flowing from the grid – uh, not going into people's homes, et cetera, you're having that power flow to, g- in the middle of the ocean, giant concrete oh. bowls. Oh, I don't know about this. Okay, let's In the middle of the go. ocean. <laughs> so the idea this is, is- This is in my wheelhouse, you too. So. go out to the ocean, and uh, it, it could be oceans, it could be lakes, but I say the ocean because it's like there's not really people around to see these things. Sure. Giant concrete bowls, and the idea is that when you have excess power, the power is used to power pumps to pump oh, water up. Into it's reverse these- hydro into these giant yeah. bowls because it's like this power's not going anywhere and then you use that water when you need power for the grid you uncork the fucking bottle and it just like goes through a turbine <laughs> it goes through a turbine and it generates power yeah. and it sends it back I'm into and you know what you know, I'll invest 10 million dollars that's awesome man nice that's what I like to hear sharks sharks sharks, sharks. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a cool idea. It also is an idea that makes sense to like my big dumb brain because it's like, well, water go fast. Water yeah, obviously water go heavy. fast to make power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've picked up a gallon of milk. Yeah, big bowl of water. Okay, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. But I don't know how the battery yeah. works. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask you. Um, I've been thinking a lot about longevity on YouTube, right? Uh, and just on the internet. Mm. And we we've seen a lot of our friends this year. Like it's 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 all the craze. They're calling mm-hmm. Tom Scott said Sayonara. Matt Patton Steph said We Outie. Yeah. And you're someone. I I think I'm sort of someone. We've we've found a version of longevity on the internet. And you're always experimenting anew. You're trying new things, but you're also not chasing. So I'm curious. How do you think about that balance? What am I not chasing? Well, I don't think that you're like you haven't changed the style of your thumbnails or the cadence of your uploads oh, yeah. on YouTube, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think that the so I I think we definitely think about it differently. 
uh, than most creators. So like for for us, like the main channel, Vlogbrothers, which is like by far not our most subscribed or viewed channel, uh, but like the one that is the core of it all, mm-hmm. is uh, like we like I just want like we just want to be very like we, we want everybody there to be on the same page and like what are we trying to do? What's interesting? What like what's interesting to us is the content that we're making or what this group of people is doing together is what we're doing uh, is what is what we're talking about and like that's not for everybody and I think that that's great and I think that like we absolutely and we see that like new people are coming in and people are going out and like it's not all the same people every year for eighteen years or whatever it's been but there's a lot of people who have been around for over ten years which is wild and there's a lot of people who've been and you know that's probably a bigger number than the number of people who've joined this year. Mm-hmm. We've like started watching regularly this year. Joined is weird. There's not like a form you have to fill out. <laughs> I did fill out a form. Was that not official? There are there are forms sometimes. You yeah. may have filled out a form. That was a phishing email. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't actually it doesn't you actually said, Hi, it's sir. Hank Green. I need your help. Please wire me a thousand dollars. Thank you so much for that, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. It's really it, I mean, I don't I don't know why, but I need your money specifically. Yeah, yeah. you said yeah. as my dearest friend, yeah. I need you to bail me out of this bind. Yeah. But I think that's uncommon. Like you're being like, yeah. You know, well, we but have then what older... you do is instead of trying to build that one thing, like it's the foundation from which you try other things. And so obviously, like Crash Course and SciShow are not uh, about me and John, but like they wouldn't have been possible without the foundation of our YouTube of, of Vlogbrothers and Nerdfighteria. Yeah. Um, and and that's also probably true of VidCon, and it's certainly true of. Uh, DFTBA and of like our charity uh, line of products where we sell socks and coffee and soap and stuff. Good um, socks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'm not wearing them. You looked. I am. I am <laughs> he looked at my though. socks. I did. And I was like, oh, man, said, I should have no. brought some for every. I, this, uh, this is learning moment. I'm going to <laughs> I gotta travel around with socks. Be like, all right, everybody, shoes off. <laughs> this is what I'm into. Okay. Hank Green <laughs> wants to see your feet, I think. <laughs> Um, but no, I think that's uh, that's so cool, and I, I guess I'm curious also. Like, I think you represent a optimistic, you know, science forward part of the internet. And what are creators doing that is exciting to you? Because also, like, again, with like every crazy crypto fascist thing that content creators are leaning towards, what <laughs> is exciting to you uh, about the internet and about the way that people are making stuff that like, feels I like good. how the phrase crypto fascist now could mean two different things. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, I meant it. You way. meant both of them. Yes. I yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, what's exciting to me right now, there's so, I mean, TikTok has allowed, and it's, uh, has allowed discovery of new creators, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, when we like, there there was like an era where it was like a certain group of people making educational YouTube videos, and then like I looked up one day and I was like, it's just been us for years, mm-hmm. and this was like back in the twenty teens, and and like what happened? Like we all started making videos around the same time, mm. and then years went by, and and it was just it's just still us, like it's still like CGP Grey and Viheart and you know Vlogbrothers and Veritasium and Smarter Every Day, and I'm like. Who's like, where's the new people? And then suddenly there was a moment where like a bunch of new people came in and it was like real engineering and Windover Productions and like that's like some of the stuff that started, you know, Nebula getting bigger. And then there was like a period of time when video essays started to get really big. And I was like, what, like, what's happening here? And the reality is it's like, it's when 
there, like some space opens in the canopy, mm-hmm. you know, when some mm-hmm. sunlight can reach ground, like something is changing about the algorithm mm-hmm. or about how internet works or about like <laughs> the, the, like one of the big things that happened honestly was Storyblocks. So Storyblocks is like a, like a stock footage we website yeah, yeah. that uh, like is plug. really cheap. <laughs> and uh, and you can go free plug, uh, and you can go to Storyblocks and, <laughs> and like brought to you by instead Storyblocks. of you know it, it just makes it a lot easier. It, it like that opened up the ability to make a video much more simply that looked really good. Right. And right. so you mm-hmm. if you had a great script, yeah, you could get to a video a lot faster uh, once Storyblocks was available. And that's kind of like a, a whole like explosion of new creators happened because the way that we were making videos wasn't reliant on that or thinking about that. And and then we had to learn from the new creators and like get better that way, and like TikTok has has opened up the canopy again. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think it's probably getting a little messy because the, the real opening up was a couple of years ago. But a lot of those people have made a great transition over to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, they make uh, the, and the, and that transition from short form to long form is really hard, and not everybody turns out to be good at it. But some people super are, and I. I'm very happy that it continues to happen. I want very much to support it. One one of the things that we did when we realized that the canopy was so tight is that we started to take half of the revenue from the Vlogbrothers channel and grant it out to educational, like younger education channels. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. And that started, I don't know, like 10 years ago we started doing that. And some of those channels are really big now. Did you? Can you name them or are they private? No, they're public. I mean, one of them is Kurtzkasat. No kidding. One of the first ones we did. Oh, wow. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, That's Um, such a cool way to like spread it forward. Yeah. That's why Zach's going to give me $10 million. Another one is like the Financial Diet's pretty big channel now. It's like a, yeah, it was not that much. Like the wild thing is that it's like, we, I don't think we've ever done a grant that's bigger than $5,000. Yeah. Yeah, but five thousand dollars if you're that size is huge. Yeah, of course. Like, and also, yeah. I think what you're saying about like the um, the stock footage and stuff. I think about that all the time now. That uh, yeah, with TikTok and just with resources, like you know, if you yeah, subscribe to Storyblocks for whatever it is, I don't know, to fifteen bucks a month yeah. or whatever, you can have music and footage and well, using my promo code, you actually and using ZachKornfeld.com <laughs> as the promo code. But also just like uh, even uh, I saw some really cool. There's a really cool like kind of like indie film YouTuber movement that like people are making mm-hmm. these like yeah, very, very like uh, artistic and kind of like they're not glossy. They mm-hmm. feel very filmic. And even yeah. just those effects, those effects packs, those yeah. lighting, you know, yeah. um, things, they're all available online, either free or uh, mm-hmm. on these sort of big standard licenses. And I yeah. think that's so cool. I also think with the iPhone camera, like Completely. the iPhone yeah, camera is so a good. great camera. So, yeah. Um, Audio can be really good on iPhones too, which is wild if you use it right. Excellent. Yeah, Yeah. it's really surprising. I mean, I'm super interested in the idea of like the internet being almost like an ecosystem or or a forest with like the canopy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, opening up like that to me is just like so exciting. Yeah, Yeah. so cute. (laughs) Thanks. By the way, if it is a jungle, then eventually there will be a spore that enters the head of YouTubers. (laughs) Go to the top. Look, you can look at like everything makes more sense through the framework of. If something allows you to make more of it, there will be more of it. Yeah. yeah. That's not just a biology idea. <laughs> That's so interesting. Uh, I yeah. often think to my like I watch a video on YouTube and I'm like, well, if something can get views, it will get created. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, That's right. it doesn't really matter whether it's terrible oh. or, or destructive. If it's AI or if it's just yeah. like Which lies. is why I'm trying to up my Wikifeet score. I don't know how those things are related to each other, but I'll go vote. <laughs> I'll vote on Zach's feet. I have the lowest of the track guys, and I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it hurts. 
Um, okay, well, uh, switching gears for the last like ten minutes. Wait, can I ask another? Oh yeah, question? go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I just have a question. What's that? I, just, I mean, this is this is just purely selfish, right? Because it's I just like talking to Hank. <laughs> so you didn't have a question? You just wanted to chat more? No, I, well, I so do. So what's up? <laughs> uh, this is true for any creative person that tries to, uh, you know, monetize and scale. Like creativity is not directly businessable, but we live in a capitalist society. You have for to sure. turn your creativity into a business. You don't have to. You don't have to, but mm-hmm. if you make it your job, if you want, if you want to, if you want to, if live you want to pay it. rent off of it, yeah. yeah. So you start making stuff because you have a spark, an inspiration, something in your tummy that you go, "I want to, I want to pine for this." Um, and then, oftentimes, you get success, and then it becomes okay. Well, now I get to do this as a career, mm-hmm. and now success starts leading. And whether yeah. you do, you mean to intentionally or not, you you change. The, the motivation, the, the, the initiation point of your creativity because you are responding to stimulus of the internet. You're responding to, okay, well, when I do this kind of joke, they like mm-hmm. it. Or when I mention my cat, they like it. And now you're creating from the, from the outside in instead of the inside out. Hmm. And you, I, I may be wrong here, but you strike me as someone who never really succumbed to that. Wow, you're so wrong. You do, really? I have always created from the outside in. Tell the whole me. time. So like mm. that's why it might not look like that. But I uh, I make things for people, not for myself. Mm. Like I I I want I want I like I I want to do things. Like there are things that there's kinds of there's ways that I'd I wouldn't make content that I know would be successful because like I don't think that it would be having the right imp- like the impact that I want to have. Mm. So there's that. But like as far as um you know, I want to make something like my goal, you know, I'm making like a science video, right? For right. example, like my goal isn't to tell, like, to tell the story or to convey the information in the way that I feel is sort of like most artistically pure. To it reach is, as many people as possible. It is to get it is to it's to get people to watch, yeah, and to get inf- the information into people's heads as efficiently as possible, mm-hmm. and like have them have a good time along the way because that's helping them do that. So your goal is. The information, and then you get to look at what is the most effective. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, the method that's, that's like the creativity to me. And I think that like I think that all people, all mm. artists have uh, diff- are weighing those things differently. And I think that it's really obviously wrong to sort of say that people do one or the other. But I think that I'm way over on the spectrum of like over on the side of I want to make stuff for people. I don't have like I have. An ability. I have skill sets. I have things I can and can't do. Like I'll read a book and be like, I couldn't do that. I went to impro- improvise Shakespeare last night. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oof. Like that's not on the table. Like mm-hmm. there's no like there's that's not in there. And I literally could not build that skill if I wanted to. Well, I'm curious but, like, then. What, but I do have skills, and I want to like I want to apply those skills the best that I can in the formats and the genres and the mediums that I'm working in. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Have you found yourself in your career? Uh, Having a facet of your work, whether it's the day-to-day or just your, your mode of creation where you go like, I'm doing this because I have to, or have you found a way to to weed out those things that you oh, don't like doing? Oh, for sure. I mean, those, yeah, all the time. But those aren't mostly the creative parts. Yeah, it's the business. Yeah. Um, and and that's, the tr- that's the trickier thing because um, that can really take over. And figuring out how to have that part not take over. Because it's like, you know, you've probably been in a contract negotiation that was really annoying or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Maybe an HR problem. 
That was, you know, it was just like, you can't be creative in those moments, uh-huh. right? Uh, but but also just like management is is a kind of work. I think it can be creative work. And I think that like I operate better when I'm trying to imagine it as creative work. And uh, and to some extent that that starts to be more about me than about the actual work where I'm like, how do I make this into something I don't hate? <laughs> um, uh, mm. And and then people are like, why are you being so weird about everything? And I'm like, because if we do it normal, I'm going to be so bored, <laughs> so bored, I'm be so bored forever. That is really cool to think about management as creative work or just like other logistical things that you don't want to be doing, like gamifying it in that way. So it's like, okay, how can I solve this problem in an interesting new way? Yeah, yeah, which can actually introduce more problems than you're solving, it turns out. (laughs) What Um, if we all ride segways around the office? (laughs) Way more fast. Yeah, it's it's not a very big office, but like, we'll get to the other side real fast. It'll be fine, I promise. (laughs) There's a lot of equipment in here. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the, the... and that, um, you know, that's that's been a struggle. That's that's the harder part um, is to keep creative while also trying to keep to to sort of fulfill um, what I see as like really serious obligations to the audience, to the people who help fund us, to our partners, to our employees, um, and like that's a it's also just a huge amount of pressure like it's the yeah. it's so much stress like i've yeah. never i was going to ask if you ever worry about cuz i'm always like whenever i edit these i'm like did i say something wrong am i going to get canceled or just like is this irresponsible to put out like stuff yeah. like that do you deal with especially you're dealing with like um like facts like more yeah. as opposed to like just chit chat like do you how do you mitigate that like well what if this is totally wrong and i actually missed something um i you know, I try to get to the point where I feel like I'm pretty pretty dang sure that I got it right. Right. Especially like with the TikTok, uh, it's a one person process. So uh-huh. that's like both good and bad. It's faster. Uh and I have a pretty good set of systems at this point for mm-hmm. getting stuff right. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Uh, I take videos down. I apologize for them. Uh, <laughs> There's a great radio lab about and, uh, fire that you stoked. Um, yeah, that is about which you. I didn't. I don't mind so much having stoked that fire. Totally, it yeah. was fascinating. But I just liked the idea of it. Like, yeah, you made this video just being like, well, how about this idea? And then it sort of spawns yeah. other. People. I but I also knew that it was gonna. Like, I knew, <laughs> I knew more than it sounded like I knew. But I didn't yeah. know as much as it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that you should listen to that radio lab. It's That's great. great. Um, the yeah the. The and then when we're doing like crash course, uh-huh. it's <laughs> totally different. Yeah, uh, where we have a whole system of like subject matter experts and fact checkers, and there's like checks and balances, and we have like there's we, it gets to the point where it's not like okay we got a fact wrong. It's like okay people don't like we're gonna have to fight about the nuance of how we present this fact because right. like we're you know how certain are we in this debate. Uh, about yeah. like Tyrannosaurus feathers would be it. Like this isn't actually, but like here's an example. Like there, we don't know whether Tyrannosaurus had feathers but and there are lots be? of people who are certain that they did and lots of people who are certain that they didn't. And it's a big <laughs> fight. And I love that they're having a fight, but then we, we get drawn it. Like if on eons, we have to make a Tyrannosaur mm-hmm. episode. It's like now yeah. we're in the fight. Right. And so we have to like figure out how to talk about the fight and people don't like it even when you're saying that they might or might not because they're like super on team feathers, you know? Yeah. Your opinion. Yeah. What side of the fence are you on? 
oh, I don't have to. This is great. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you guys know on a little secret that everybody on the internet should learn. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. I love that. Period. Really yeah. love that. Like, actually, Yeah, you could, you could be like, I don't know, that seems like something for the experts to figure out. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic take. <laughs> One million percent. You do not have to have an opinion. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm on team. Tyrannosaurs are cool. <laughs> cool. That's another shirt for you. Wait, when you're buying a toy, <laughs> when you're buying a toy for your seven-year-old, yeah. is it going to be covered yeah. in feathers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. In the last few minutes, I have to do, since you're here, a few more questions for Ann Green. Yeah, okay. please. Okay. If, how many owls do you have to see before you get worried? I, before I get worried, <laughs> I, I this is a good one. I think if they're together. <laughs> so if it's like, if it's like together owls, I'm like three owls, that seems like, I don't know how owls work. Uh-huh. Uh, they might hang out like sometimes. Yeah, or, I would, I would. But if it's. I'd be, that'd be cute. Yeah. But if it's like an owl, and then later an owl, and then later another owl, and they're like in separate parts of my day, I'm like, mm. yeah, that's so what like I want. three, like, yeah, yeah, like, like low, three, that's yeah. really low. But but they have to be like in separate places at separate t- separate times in the same day. Yeah, interesting. Okay, that's that's surprisingly low. I'd say for me, probably six. Owls How many once? owls do you see? Every other, every once in a while. Uh, very few. Yeah. If, like, in the single day, you saw six of different owls, you'd be like, okay, what the fuck's up? Yeah. Yeah. At, I would be six. thrilled. Oh, yeah. I would be thrilled, but I, I would also be like, what's up? It, 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 Are they it, following? It, like, what's going on? There's a chart yeah. for me where I would be ex- I would be so <laughs> fucking <laughs> excited, yeah. and then it would plummet to existential There is a person out there, though, that the ch- line just keeps going up. And I want to be that person. And I'm Every, not. The more owls you see, the more owls. Let's fucking go. Like 70 in one day. That's a record. Are you kidding me? There's also yeah. the person that sees one and goes, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is, is up? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I'm the extra in Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds going, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> um, okay. When I hit all, accept all cookies, what am I doing? Um, I, I, I love this. Yeah, you're a fucking little cookie monster. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, I had uh, uh, someone who works in advertising scold me yeah. and say, "You gotta accept those cookies." And I'm what? like, "Well, they're give- of course they wanted you to." And they said, "They're giving me the choice. Why would I accept them?" And they say, "Do you get ads on the internet?" And I say, "Of course I do." And they say, "Do you want shitty ads?" And I say, "No, I don't." And they're like, well, you got to accept the cookies. So you got to get, get those good ads for that thing you already bought. And then they also <laughs> said, don't you have an ad-based business accepting yeah. uh, on YouTube? And I went, oh, I, I guess I, I do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's basically huh. it, it, a, the, a cookie is a little file that is stored on your computer. And then it's like uh, displayed to the to the. Uh, huh. Wherever you go, so it's like, just so branding like, of the century can just track you. Yeah, all over if the place. I can just say, yeah, a branding <laughs> a, a cookie. cookie. <laughs> I'll take a cookie. I want a cookie. Yeah, Daddy wants a cookie. Daddy I wants think it. That, I think I, I I was around and like making stuff on the internet when cookies started to be a thing. And you probably said, "Yum." And I had a I had a blog, and I, I and I was like, "Yeah, that's a good name," because like you leave crumbs as you move across the internet. Ah, to get tracked by. Interesting. Okay. And if you give a mouse but a cookie, he'll eat then he'll right. be your friend for your you whole life. Teach a mouse to cookie, he'll eat for a lifetime. <laughs> and the footprints in the sand 
where where I was carrying you. I uh, shed a tear. <laughs> um, okay, so when they say before the Big Bang there was nothing, what is nothing? Because that doesn't make sense to me. Okay, yeah. They don't say that there was nothing. Oh. There was just Steve hanging out. They say they don't. <laughs> they say they don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody told They're, me nothing, and I was like, well, "What I mean, is like, that?" It's like we like we don't know. Yeah, that's the th- that's the right thing to say. I want it, you to is, think about it as like there was no smell, and then the universe farted, so something had to do it. <laughs> we have a science educator on the show today. Yeah, and I just don't want you to embarrass me. What do you have to say about that? Hank? I wish I could fart. You, you mean right now or, or at all? Angry <laughs> <laughs> get fart. Put it in the headlines. No, I've been I've been really gassy the whole time I've been in LA. And yeah, I like you just chugged like, milk before you came in here. <laughs> Big bowl of cereal and a coffee. No, I had a coffee. And you ate four day old pizza. Yeah, I think that might have been part of the problem. I think the pizza wasn't helping. Yeah. Uh, what was the question before the Big Bang? Ba- so yeah. like there was. So the the thing is. So <laughs> from our understanding, mm-hmm. and look, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It doesn't make sense. Uh, but from our understanding, it's not that there was nothing before the Big Bang. It's that uh, there was no before the Big Bang. So, like, time started at the same time. What? Space and time are the same thing. Yeah. Rainy, space and time are the same thing. Space time. Did you see what Interstellar? Call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it basically freaking clinches it. Yeah. Nails it. Oh, that's what it was. Time is Whoa. a wibbly wobbly ball. Think about it. I just don't know. I think that's really hard for me to grasp. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Ugh. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. That's what it's like for everybody. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. There's Holy not like shit. There's not, <laughs> like, not, <laughs> not like astrophysicists out there being like, yeah, it makes perfect sense that time started. Yeah. But what like, is time, do you think? Oh, somebody knows. Somebody knows. <laughs> ask an expert. You don't have to have an opinion I'll about everything. That that's right. that one off to somebody who knows what time is. I've read several books about time, and as I'm reading them, I'm like, oh, interesting. And then I stop reading them, and I'm like, no idea what that is. Yeah. Said. That's how I feel about time. That's gone like, now. As soon as I think about it, I get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really un- it's really upsetting because of how it's not what we think it is. Like it right. doesn't work the way that it seems to work. Right. Like time it's, is yeah. not time time Measured. is not the same for us as it is in other places in the universe. Like it works different. And like, the, did you my, see Interstellar? I did, but I had, like it was so hard for me to understand. And then, but my friend who is a PhD student at University of Chicago explained it to me in a sentence, and it made a lot of sense. The gravity part is cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's real. Can I tell you something that just blew my mind? I don't know why I've never thought of this. Hank Green, you should play Doctor Who. Oh, no. Yes. I don't know how to act. Yes, you do. I, I can you could As act. long as I could just be me. They... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the snort. Think, about, that think about you doing little time hijinks. Hashtag Hank Green for Doctor Who. I'm also American. So what? It'll be I the can... first American Hold doctor on. people what, love. The doctor can be anyone or anything. No, but he's got to be British. But maybe I can be British. Try it. Let's try it. I'm the doctor. Perfect. Right? I mean... Yeah, I think you nailed it. Yeah. I'm ready I, to be the maybe part. I should do a British accent for the rest of the show. I well, the whole feel rest, like you this, and a little This is just booth. this entire episode of The Try Guys is just shit that's going to make my wife so mad. <laughs> the, the, the accent. Ooh, yeah. Really she nice. hates the British accent. I really? want you to play Doctor Who. I think you'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, man. <laughs> well, if enough of us say it, <laughs> at the very least, it cosplay. Also, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, you're used to the work. I like to do it on my schedule. Okay, fine. Make your own Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> this I'll just be like, hey, how much is Doctor Who? 
How much? How much? How much? How much for Doctor Who? How much could Doctor Who possibly be? DFTBA is going to buy Doctor Who instead of giving back to charity. It's one Doctor Who. How much could it cost? Well, Newman's own donated a Doctor Who to charity. Yeah. Well. We've well, come to the final segment. We have. I don't know if you've ever made it to the end of an episode of the tripod, but are you it's about aware to of what it. happens at the end? I don't. I feel like I, I feel it's going to be familiar when it happens. Hank, well, you you strike me as a man who knows a lot, but you certainly don't know it all. And people who don't know it all, they need advice. And this is advice that'll go for miles with your host, Miles Bonsignore. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready, Miles Nation. Miles Nation, go. It's advice that'll go for miles. Advice that'll go for miles. What's up, Miles Nation? How's everybody doing tonight? Who doesn't love getting tied up? I still want to fart. What? <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> have, have clipping you ever, that, by the way. Have, clipping that. Have you ever wanted to make sure that you're actually all into feet? What's happening? Have you ever wanted <laughs> the way that you traverse the world to be tight? Yes. Re- relace your shoes. I love getting say. tied up. Whether it be to a bedpost, Zach, <laughs> <laughs> or up in a meeting. But the number one way <laughs> that I get to like tied up is if I'm laced up. Get new shoelaces, bitch. Oh, yeah. This is actually really good. Yeah. I actually had okay. old ass shoes. Uh-huh. They're not these ones because these are actually new ass They're shoes. Uh huh. But I had sort of a white pair of shoes, and I have a history of wearing my shoes till they break until sure, Zach's sure. make fun of them, and then I buy new ones. This I, is I, also my wife uh, plays that role in my life. Catherine is so happy when the shoelaces break. She's like, <laughs> yeah. excellent news for me, because that has been bothering me. No, it was crazy. I shouldn't have been wearing them for too as long as they were, and they were filthy. And I was in yeah. New York City, and I thought, mm, my feet are kind of hurting. Rainy, do you notice shoes on people? Oh, my gosh. Have I told you about this? My friend once was like, if you want to know if someone's hot, look at their shoes. I, so, I, I kid you not. Devastating. <laughs> if Maggie's attracted to me on a given day, depends on what shoes I'm wearing. Wow. By the way, I, I peeped these as soon as you walked in. And I thought, I want those. Nice. Yeah, these are good. These are these Thank you. Shoes. This is very weird for me. You're wearing <laughs> shoes that someone would say that about. I think they look awesome. Yeah. Honestly, well, no, yeah. I'm usually wearing like the yeah. daddest dad hiking shoes. You turn on good your support. You, yeah, you put on the nice ones for the day. Yeah. So you're able to give shoes new life. So I gave my shoes a new life, basically, because the laces were nasty, and they also were too long, so I got shorter laces, mm-hmm. and they were just like pure white, because the shoes are white, yeah. and it was like, whoa, oh, I didn't pop. even clean the shoes, and it made the whole shoe yeah. pop. It's yeah. like the cheapest way to get new shoes, by sh- t- shoelaces. That's 100% right, Rainy, and we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> but anyway, they're cheap. They were like six bucks or something. Do you guys ever think about how absolutely bonkers it is that like everybody wears different shoes? Hmm. That's a really good point. Isn't that wild? Yeah. How many shoes are there? I was walking. I went to the Grove yesterday, and there was a lot of different places that sold shoes, That's... and they all had different shoes. I love that idea. <laughs> That's my... a good take. We all should be wearing the same That's shoes. Wild. My favorite is when you're like, like you're in New York, New York on the subway, 
and you see someone with your shoes and you go like, hey, uh, hey, uh, and you kind of wiggle your feet and they uh-huh, look yeah. down and, they, and they're like, oh, all right. Yeah. And then you go, you do like, hey, you got the, yeah. I, that, feel like that I feel like that must never happen. I've never we have had so ex- many shoes. Yeah. I got cool so shoes. Are those shoes she's like not this. even wearing shoes. I don't know what those are. I know. These are um, slides. Slides. Okay. But those I are... got them at Nordstrom's Rack. Like, you know, all very different, not only different shoes, different energies from each shoe. I like Nordstrom's oh, yeah. Rack. What's very funny is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> seems derogatory. Yeah. Look at Nordstrom's Rack. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that about Nordstrom. Oh, Jesus, know, it's 2024. On, it's... <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know, you're like, we do branded videos sometimes. You're uh-huh. not supposed to wear logos or whatever. Shoes. Wild West. Nobody cares. Fair game. Yeah. You can have a Nike swoosh. You can have your Adidas. People are just like, well, they're shoes. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Can't, can't yeah. tell them to not wear the shoes. Yeah. But anyway, that's my advice for this week. Get new laces. Get new laces. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're going to be fresh. Fresh. Right. You can and also clean. wash fresh. shoes. Not all of them. That's not recommended. Not those slides. You can yeah. get a little toothbrush. I do feel like, by the way, you're thinking about shoes. If someone's wearing the, wearing the same, if someone's driving the same car as me, I do feel like they have to be nice to me. Oh, that's so fun. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, a little bit you copied me, a little bit we're twins. But I do feel like I need to sort of, it's like, it's an acquaintance. I like when I'm doing, yeah. I'm driving next to someone, I pull up at a stoplight and they are in the same car as me. I feel like yeah. I need to be like, hey, hey, hey. look at us. Yeah, look, look at us. Who would have thought? You and me together at the same stoplight? Holy crap. This is crazy. Wow. <laughs> Somebody drives by, they'll see both of us. Oh, that's so <laughs> Right funny. next to each other. <laughs> Twinning. <laughs> All right. Well, any last thoughts? Before we do our outro, which yeah. is one word. Guess my fart. Guess your fart. I, are I you love, about to? Are you about to? I love this game. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> for you, Hank, I think it would be like this. <laughs> I think it's just silence. Unfortunately, I still don't have a fart to share. Right. Copy that. <laughs> have, a, have a good ass week, everybody. <laughs>